It was a difficult selection process. The American sugar industrial complex had thrown itself into overdrive with the combinations of chocolate, cookie, crisp, soft, nougat, peanut butter, caramel, and any other thing that could melt down with sugar to bind within the brightly covered plastic wrapper in a desperate hope that people with a sugar addiction would choose their product over another. This led to a number of future health issues, which would, in turn, be rejected by private health insurance on the basis that the condition itself was self-inflicted. Montana El Diablo bought seven different chocolate bars. Since he had time in the mind of a scientist, he figured it would be beneficial to try a variety of offerings to determine the ultimate combination of chocolate, cocoa purity, and nougat to best suit his palate. Upon this determination, he could throw his full weight behind a single distributor. On the way back to the car, Montana El Diablo mindlessly ate one of the bars. He barely even realized it was in his hand. He had planned to bite one segment and let the natural acidity of his saliva break it down to prolong the taste sensation, the mouthfeel. As soon as it was in Montana El Diablo's mouth, he instinctively started chewing after he swallowed and unconsciously popped the next bit into his mouth as well. By the time he found himself standing at the car door, his mind was in a sugar-induced fog as he blindly surveyed his surroundings and took in no information. The street was empty. The cultist compound had nothing going on. Stakeout sucked. Why did he choose this? And how many chips has he eaten? He was holding an empty bag. The door opening echoed down the street. Montana El Diablo settled into the molded space of the chair he had sat in for a thousand hours. The taut nature of his buttocks having beat back the resistant foam and cushioning of the car seat. It was like being welcomed back to a womb that had been designed for your adult body. Montana El Diablo immediately started drifting off, so he strove for the energetic invigoration that was a caffeinated cola product. He felt the warmth of his belly spread slowly throughout his body. The chemical additives of all the products combined had made his vision sharper, his reactions keener, his mind laser-like in focus. Then the sugar crash set in and he slumped down and fell asleep. The last piece of information his mind recorded was the digital clock displaying on the dashboard. It read 10.48 p.m. His slumbering mind thought he'd really dinked this one. A loud boom echoed around and shook the car. Montana El Diablo lurched awake. It took a moment for his eyes to focus. Then he realized he couldn't focus because swirling around outside the windows of the car were clouds of dust. Montana El Diablo went to open the door, but a wind swirled against it, slamming it closed. Forcing it open, Montana El Diablo stumbled to his feet and braced himself against the vehicle. Montana El Diablo could then see the source of the wind. It was a figure of a man high in the sky. He was floating with his arms, slightly out. Montana El Diablo knew the figure on sight. It was his oldest nemesis, the man who had killed his family and Gary whose ultimate aim was to gain eternity and all the mystical powers spoken of in myth. Seems that while Montana El Diablo dozed as the result of a sugar rush in the worst stakeout ever, Mr. Erius had somehow achieved his goal. When Mr. Erius's gaze dropped to Montana El Diablo, a laugh and a sudden beam of light fell upon him, instantly turning Montana El Diablo to dust. Which is why too much sugar is bad for you.